podcast where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm so, so excited to be back with you. This is season five of Vantage Point Podcast. I know we were supposed to launch last week. We had a bit of a delay, but I'm so glad, so glad to be back on the air, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, whatever you're listening on, we are so glad to be back on the air. And let me tell you, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been with us before, you already know how we roll on Vantage Point Podcast. And so once again, super excited to be a part of this journey, man. I want you to like, I want you to subscribe to our YouTube. I want you to share. I want you to get connected and locked in for this 2022 kickoff to Vantage Point Podcast. I know we had our January series rewind, and so I want to thank all of our guest hosts that we had during that series back in January of this year to kick off the new year and close out season four. But for this season, season five, we're going to kick it off with a brand brand new series called Limitless. That's right, Limitless. I want you to get your hashtags ready, get your notepads, all the things, because this series is going to shift and transform the way we think, the way we do things. We're actually going to be looking at different uh, characters in the Bible, different people in the Bible who, you know, walk through their walk with God, but they had limitations. They they showed us limitations in, in their lives and their stories and their words and their actions. And, and we're going to dig into that and really truly understand how we sometimes limit God, but he is ultimately limitless and how he transforms and moves in our lives. So I want to kick this off first with really looking at us, looking at ourselves and how limits and and all of those things play a part in our lives, right? And how we have to understand what limitless is to us. And and I want to look first at the definition of limitless. And it's basically without end, limit, or boundary. And it's pretty cut and dry, right? It's without limits. But oftentimes in our lives, we place limits on things, right? We look at things. Look, let's look at just the natural things, right? There are speed limits, right? We can only go so fast. Doesn't matter how fast your car is. Doesn't matter what what kind of engine it has. Like we can only go 45 on that street, or if you're on the expressway, depending on where you are, we can only go, you know, 70 or 75 or 65 in some cases. So there's limits that we see every time at, at our jobs, at our places where we where we work and fellowship. We we have limits on what we can say and how we say it. Right. We have to, you know, kind of catch ourselves in those specific aspects. And so in our day to day, we we live in limits. But when it comes to God, sometimes we apply those natural limits to a supernatural God, right? We get into the mindset and mold that that because we see limits in our own lives, that means God can't do or there's only so much he can do based on certain factors and things like that. And so it got me really thinking, you know, how are some of the ways that we in our daily walk with God, how do we limit what God can do in our lives. And so I want to get into some of that really quick and go through those things as we unpack this limitless series and we really start to dig into what we can find and how we can unlock ourselves to take the limits off God in our lives. And and before you think like, okay, I don't place limits on God. You know what? I'm all about 
God, I'm all about faith. I, God, my God has no limits. Um, I'm, I'm all about limitless. Let, let me stop you right there because here's the thing, right? As we go through this list, what you're ultimately going to find is that if we're really honest with ourselves, if we're really straightforward, we limit God and we limit his work in our lives. And quite honestly, we're not the first people to do it. And like I said, we're going to go into some of those people throughout this series. But there were people like Moses and Thomas and David and even Abraham that limited God. So, so we're in some good company, but not for good reasons, right? And, and so just like even in Psalm 78, 41 and 42, it, it, says, it, it says this. It actually explains this about the Israelites. It says, yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel just because we're in that good company, right? The Davids, the Abrahams, the Mo good company. That doesn't necessarily mean it, it's a good thing, right? Not for good reason, right? And, and so we weren't the first ones to do it. So if these people can limit God, what about us? And, and so again, as we unpack these things, Start looking at yourself, asking yourself the question, because some of them are going to be blatantly obvious. And we're going to be like, yep, that's me. And, and some of them you might have to soul search a little bit, but I promise you at the end of this first episode, we're going to all understand and agree that, you know what, in different times of our lives, we've limited God. And so the first one I want to really dig into is lack of trust. And, and think about when we're going through tough times and think about when, when times are rough and we're in the valleys and all of those things, that we know that, that God is the trust factor, right? We only want to trust when we're assured that things are going to work out for us. But we know that life isn't like that all the time, right? It's, it's not like we already know what's going to happen because we don't. We talked about that a few series ago. But what we do know is that we have to hold on, and sometimes we hold on to our own strength because we don't trust God in the valleys. We trust him in the mountains. We trust him in the harvest, but we ultimately find ourselves not trusting him in the difficult times. And see, it's about faith, and that blind faith is that we need at times. And you know what? That's scary to be put into. It's a scary thought, right? When we, when we don't trust God to move on our behalf, we're taking the power away from him to help us move mountains. So think about that. Have you ever had a moment or two or three or four where your trust in God wavered? I wonder is that taking, or, or better yet, or, or excuse me, I wonder if that's putting limits on God. Because in that moment, I, I had a lack of trust in him. Another one is when we fear sacrifice. There, there's another one right there. You know, we, we fear God that we fear that in that trust and in our, in our walking with God, he's going to ask us for something. And that's right, he does. There's a sacrifice that has to happen. And you know what? We don't want to always sacrifice our, our things. We don't want to sacrifice our time. We don't want to sacrifice our energy. We don't want to sacrifice our money. We don't want to sacrifice anything that makes us uncomfortable. And, and honestly, that fear of sacrifice limits God. It limits that what he will do in our lives. And, and it makes us give up something that's significant to us, right? That's what sacrifice is. It's giving 
something up that's significant to us. See, if sacrifice wasn't significant, it wouldn't be sacrifice. So again, that's something like our time, our possessions, our money, even our own lives. We have to sacrifice ourselves because being selfish and being in those, those veins of limitation ultimately hinder us and, and it hinders the works of, works of Christ in our lives. Think about it this way. What if Christ allowed selfishness to stop him from healing others because he didn't want to relinquish the time? What if your pastor, the one who you're believing that's going to pray for you and, and all of those things, what if they did not, what if they were selfish and didn't want to relinquish the time to do that? Because, see, we serve a limitless God, and again, when we're scared of sacrifice, we limit God. Oh, this is a good one. We lean on ourselves, and we know the scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your hot heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, if you're, on, if you're listening to this podcast, whether it's the day it launches or days or months or years later, you cannot tell me that we have never leaned on our own understanding. We rely on our own power, our own talents, our own um, abilities. But quite honestly, we limit God because we basically tell him we can do it better than him. And the truth of the matter is that mankind, us, man, flesh, woman, everything, us, we're incomplete and ineffective without God. If man was so effective, the Holy Spirit would not move and pierce our hearts to do things and, and transform our lives. That's why it's so powerful to not trust in our own understanding. We have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and can't lean on our own understanding. Because if we lean on our own understanding, it short circuits our ability to do great things. We can only do so much without God but we can do everything with God. So where in your life are you leaning on your own understanding? Because I promise you that might be the biggest area that you limit God. Is that your finances? Is that your, your career? Is that your giftings? Is that your family? Your personal time? Whatever that is that you're leaning on your own thing. Let's talk about personal time. Maybe you're more focused on that calendar and the meetings and all of the things that put you out there and not allowing God to give you direction on when to say yes and when to say no and when to move and when not to move. It's very possible that that might be the case. We live by feelings. Nobody does that, right? See, if we're happy, God's with us. If we're depressed, he can't be around. And no matter how many times you want, we want to mold God based on our emotions. It's ultimately a waste of time and energy. Second Corinthians 1, 6, and 7, if we are comforted, it is your comfort which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our suffering, so also, you share in our comfort. When we look to the next emotional high, we are doing ourselves a disservice because we're not giving God the opportunity 
to work in our lows. Sounds like David, doesn't it? That kind of back and forth, back and forth. And this was a man after God's own heart. And he still had the struggle of his emotions. Man, how are we so like him in that? We're happy today. We're sad tomorrow. We're mad on Wednesday. We're confused on Thursday. We're lost on Friday. We have anxiety on Saturday. We're spiritually high on Sunday, and then we're back to depression on Monday. We let our emotions dictate our connection to God. We limit God in that sense because we basically are saying, God, you can only roll with me when I'm happy. You can only roll with me when I'm calm. You can only roll with me when I have feel joy. You can't, you can't, I can't feel you when I'm depressed. I can't feel you when I'm mad. But if we put our emotions down and we allow God to come in, we understand that he's with us even in that. Another one is we sin. Now, we can all raise our hands on that one. We, we limit God in our sin. God can, can modern and mold anybody's heart, but he gave us free will, and he's not, he, he won't change that process, right? We have the will to not sin. 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. See, sin can, can distort and, 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 and hinder our communication with God because we get so focused on sin. We get so locked in to what it is and what we're doing because there's a comfort, there's a satisfaction, there's a desire within that sin. And notice I'm not picking a certain sin or I'm not picking this one over the other one because sin is sin is sin. Let me say it again. Sin is sin is sin. It doesn't matter what it is. It's level playing ground at the foot of the cross. And that's how we hinder ourselves and we distort our relationship with God and we put limits and we put chains and restrictions and we put God in a box when we sin. We have to remember he's a merciful God, and he will wash you clean from sin. That's the power of God. That's the limitless power of God. Another one is we lack expectation. Have you ever doubted if God is going to answer that prayer, or God is going to come through in a situation, or he's going to show up in your finances or in your home or in the life? of a loved one and transform their lives? Have we ever lacked expectation? Because now we limit him to move in our lives and in the lives of others. Think about that. Lacking expectation. There's an, ex, there's an expectation when we follow God that not only is he going to fulfill his word, but he's going to bless and he's going to comfort and he's going to transform and all of those things. But if we only have expectation to a point, we limit God in all the things that he does. This can also make us complacent in our faith. We'll have faith for some things, but not for others. 
And, and how can we live kind of that duality of faith? Like we have it here, but we don't have it there. Faith is kind of one of those things, either you have it or you don't. Walking with God, it, it's, it's a black and white thing. There's no gray. You can't kind of be, you can't tiptoe around faith. You either have it or you don't. We're either limiting God or we're, or we're taking the limits off. We're taking the restrictions off. We're taking the boundaries off. We're taking God out of the box in our lives. I talked about this a few, uh, about a month or two ago as we closed out 2021. Our word for vantage point is limitless. There's no cap. There's no limit. There's no, oh, well, we're just going to get to this amount of episodes or we're going to get to this amount of something. No, there's no limit. I don't know what this is going to be. I know God is in control and I know he has his hand on the wheel and I'm just in for the ride. And wherever we take, wherever we go is where we go. That's the life we have to live. That's the limitless life we have to live. When we agree to follow him, when we agree to give our lives to him and allow him to not only transform our lives, but transform our thinking, transform our hearts, and transform our actions. That's the power of a limitless God. But see, we place so many constraints on God. But the beauty of God is that we can, we can identify those restraints, those restrictions, those chains. We can, we can identify them, and we can go back to him and take the limits off. I love Galatians 5.1. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Did you hear that? Stand firm and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. See, living a free life doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable. But knowing that you're not flying solo makes the path of this Christian walk more enjoyable. The fact that we serve a limitless God. Do you know other religions? Their gods have limits. We serve a God that is limitless, without limits. He can do anything above we, that we ask or think or even believe. That's the power of God. And, there's, and, and the, the crazy thing is, in all that power, it can be halted by, our, by us because we sin. We lack expectation. We, we live in our feelings. We lean on ourselves. We, we don't want to sacrifice anything. And we lack trust. And see, that's the crazy part about it. It doesn't limit God himself. It just limits God in your life. And then we get bitter and upset because we think God won't move. Well, he's just not moving in your life. Because we can clearly pick out anybody. Go to your social media. I promise you, you'll find someone who's serving a limitless God. You'll find someone who has taken the chains and the restrictions off God in their lives and just watch what he does, and you're still sitting there bitter, wondering why he won't move in your life. Well, which chain have you, have you still got him in? What box do you still have him in that's stopping him from moving in your life? Because he definitely has the ability to move, in your life. He's God. 
But what chains, what restrictions are you holding him in? Is it the chain of emotions? Is it the chain of, of, of your own understanding control? Is it the chain of, of, of lack of mistrust and mis, misunderstanding and insecurity to step in? We see that with people in the Bible all the time. Moses, so much insecurity in his life. Abraham just wanted one son. God was giving him nations. He just wanted one. So my question as I end this episode is this. What box do you have God in? And are you ready to open that box and let him out in your life? Let's pray. God, we thank you for today. God, we acknowledge that we've placed limits on you in our lives. And today as we stand here and we sit here and we listen, God, today I declare and decree that we unlock every stronghold, we unlock every restraint, we unlock every chain, every handcuff, every, everything that would stop us from fully trusting and fully operating in you. We stand here today and call you limitless, God. You have no cap. You have no restrictions. You have no boundaries, God. Move in our lives like never before. Move in our hearts like never before. Transform our lives. Give us insights. Give us keys. Give us perspectives that transforms our thinking and our way of life. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you all, thank you so much for being a part of this journey and welcome the 2022 season five. This series is going to literally transform our thinking. And I pray that this first part of limitless helps just, just to spark your thought a little bit. And another thing, if you haven't given your life to Christ, if you say, you know what, I've got so many chains, I can't even just say I want to follow him. We, can, we have opportunity for that too. And if that's you and that's your prayer, I want you to just repeat this after me. And we'll start with just Lord Jesus. I know I'm sinning. I know I've led a life that's not worthy of you. But in your beautiful work, I know that your son died and that he lived, and that he died for me. I ask that you cover me, transform me, renew me. I'm yours. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If that was your prayer, welcome to the family. I'm telling you, it's just the first step to an amazing life. It's not the easiest life. But if you take it a step at a time, if you allow him to unlock the things in your life, you will see some amazing, amazing things. Man, I want you to tune in. I want you to go and share this episode and subscribe to all the things Vantage Point, social media, YouTube. We're going to be back next week for week two, part two of Limitless. God bless. And again, keep seeking keys, insight, and perspective for everyday living. It's going to change your life, change your world. God bless. Mm -hmm.